Hello everyone, my name is Wendy Myers of MyersDetox.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to the podcast today. We have a really, really interesting show with my friend Michael Tyrell. He is the owner of WholeTones.com and he infuses special frequencies into his music to elicit a certain response. So his music can help to induce sleep, how to increase performance, increase activity and energy. Uh, he has uh, amazing results with the uh, the clients that listen to his music and the special frequencies in the music. He has people that can overcome insomnia, improve their sleep. Uh, they can overcome PTSD. Uh, they can help to heal the relationships, help them to improve stress levels, improve focus and productivity. Um, he even has testimonials of women helping to improve their menopause symptoms, improve their hormones, balance their hormones. And like I mentioned before, he has some new music that has frequencies infused to it that help to improve energy and performance to help you improve your workouts. I'm so excited about the podcast today because it's kind of along the lines of bioenergetics, using healing frequencies, healing energies to elicit a response in the body. And that's something I talk about a lot, something that I use a lot for my health. And I use whole, whole tones myself personally, and I, I, I love the improvement in the sleep that I got using them. And that's why I wanted to expose you guys to Michael's work because I think it's really, really fascinating. I know many of you guys are listening to this podcast because you want to learn more about heavy metal detoxification, how to detox your body and use all the tips and tricks that I reveal on this podcast to do just that. And I created a quiz. It's at metalsquiz.com. I created this very, very simple quiz that you can deduce your level of metal toxicity if you're at low, medium, or high risk for heavy metal toxicity. So go check out the quiz, metalsquiz.com, if you're curious about learning more about your potential for heavy metal toxicity and some tips about what you can do to reduce your metal load in your body. Now to today's show with Michael Tyrell. He's an accomplished author, speaker, and well-known musician. Michael S. Tyrell began developing Whole Tones, the healing frequency music project, after a visit to Israel. Michael met a piano player who gave him what appeared to be a simple manuscript, yet inside that manuscript was the music that would change Michael's life forever. And as he began working with it, he discovered seven hidden musical frequencies that had the power to heal the mind, body, and spirit. This is what makes Whole Tones unlike anything else of its kind. And since its release in November 2014, thousands of people are feeling better than they have in years, and they've flooded Michael with letters to say Whole Tones is the reason. Now Michael's latest work is helping thousands suffering from one of the greatest health issues, poor sleep. And you can learn more about Michael at wholetones.com. Michael, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's great to be on this show. I'm so glad everything worked out. We could get our calendars aligned. Yes. Well, we met in San Diego and I yeah. learned what you did and I was so fascinated and I wanted to, you know, explore this topic more with the listeners and what you do exactly. So you own a company called Whole Tones. So tell us your story and how you uh, came to build Whole Tones. Sure. Um, it started with a trip, believe it or not. I was going to Israel with a friend of mine to proofread, you know, his book. And I really hadn't thought much about anything else other than getting that task finished. So I went to Israel. And while I was in Israel, 
Um, it was kind of a really wonderful but crazy trip because the guy I was traveling with, he works on the other other side of life than we do more, most of the time, Op, operates in total faith. And so we got to the airport and I said, so we're going to get a GPS, right? And he said, oh, no, we don't need one. We already have one. God's going to tell me where we're going to go. And I thought, wow, <laughs> this is going to be fun. So um, and, and he wanted me to drive and I have terrible sense of direction. So that was even more exciting. So we're driving, and all of a sudden he says, I want you to go to Jerusalem, to Ben Yehuda Street, to this particular coffee house, and a friend of mine is going to meet us there. And I said, oh, so you told your friend that we're coming? And he goes, oh, he has no idea that we're even in Israel. And I said, but he's going to meet us there for coffee. He goes, oh, yeah, he lives two hours away, but God's going to tell him he's going to meet us. It'll be great. And I just thought, I want to live like this. This is awesome. <laughs> so I went where he told me to. And when we went into the coffee house, there was no sign of his friend, but there was this beautiful music playing. And when I walked in, this guy was playing piano in a corner. And the moment I walked in the room, the guy's just like staring at me, like bug eyed, staring at me and smiling. And I'm thinking, wonder what that's all about. And then I, I stared back as long as I could. And then I tapped out. I was like, that's too weird. I can't do it. So I closed my eyes and I was listening to the music. And I started to recognize these as American songs that you'd hear in church, like worship songs, but with no music, uh, no lyrics, of course. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this guy is in a Hasidic coffee house, ultra-Orthodox Jewish coffee house, playing songs about God with no, wor with no words. So that's how he's getting away with it. So then I got, I just got giddy. And so um, when he finished the set, he came to the table and he said, hi, my name is David. And I was like, wow. And he said, I have to apologize for staring at you, but uh, he said, I think you're a believer and I have something really important to share with you. And he started telling me about his life's work and what he'd been doing, uh, decoding the Psalms of King David. And I'm just sitting here going, <laughs> being a musician, especially, you know, and uh, and he said, but I've taken it as far as I can take it. So I want to give you all of my work and I want you to take it from here. Wow. And I thought, wow, this is yeah, that's that's how I felt like this whole thing is so like cryptic and bizarre, but fun. And so while I'm thinking about what he said, he said, just hang out for my next set. I have to go play some more. And when I'm done, um, I'll bring you everything. It's all in a backpack in my trunk. And about the time he goes back on stage, I see Don, my buddy, get up and head for the door. And he's hugging this guy. And I just put two and two together, thought, that's the guy from, sure enough, it was his friend, Reuben Duran from Tel Aviv, who woke up, God told him to drive to Jerusalem to meet his friend Don. So I'm like, oh, my gosh. So they wanted to go eat. And I said, well, just wait till this guy's done playing so he can give me this music and I can thank him and then we'll go eat and whatever. So David came back and handed me these manuscripts, two different sets of manuscripts. One was very, um, you know, typical for me. You know, it was a basic tablature chord form like you'd see in a music book. The other one was avant-garde notation. It was like chicken scratching. That one was awesome, but I didn't know anything about it. And he just handed me this stuff and said, you know, may God bless you. And that was that. I hugged him, cried a little bit, you know, went off with these guys to eat and uh, finished the trip in Jerusalem. When I got back to the States, I took out the first set of music, you know, to play guitar to it. And it was nothing different than what I had played. And there was nothing like, ooh, that's really special or anything. So, and the other one, I didn't know what to do with it. I, I didn't have bandwidth for interpreting that 
type of solfege, which is for your listeners, sight singing or singing by sight, kind of like when we're little and our parents teach us like a nursery rhyme or something, and they sing it to us until we get it. It's kind of like solfege. There's the only type of music there is, is intervallic lines. Like, you know where the notes go, but first you have to know what the first note is. So I didn't know what to do with it. So I just put everything in a file cabinet in my office and I didn't touch it for two years. And one day I, um, I came home from work and I was pacing upstairs and I was just thinking the number 222, which, you know, kind of in numerology, it means God's sufficiency in the midst of man's insufficiency or like when you don't have anything, God still has everything. It's a really cool number. And I just kept thinking about that number. And, um, I had the Bible sitting on my, uh, on my desk. And I thought if that, if I open up at random in this Bible and it says anything about David, I'm going to like flip out right now. And so I opened it up and it was a genealogy. And the last thing and it said, um, and the, and David, the son of Jacob. And I was like, page 222, double it, 440. No, no, <laughs> it can't be this easy. 444 is the tonic pitch to change music. And then all of a sudden it was kind of like, um, the missing chord. I was like, if this really works. So for your listeners, what we would call the note a in America is 440 Hertz or 440 vibrations per second. Um, there's some nefarious uses for that. And, and if you do the research of where that particular frequency came from, it's very negative. It actually was used during, um, Joseph, uh, uh, Joseph Goebbels time with Adolf Hitler as a chief, uh, he was head of propaganda and mind control. And they used that frequency as the German radio beat. And so all of the, they broadcast on that beat on the radio as well. And they used it to um, interrupt the circadian rhythm of the human body, thus making people insomniacs by using it. So that was supposedly the standard tuning. You know, when you, you know, when you're a musician, you just assume that that's it. That's the one. Everybody tunes to that, but it's not true. And when you travel as a musician, you find out really fast that other nations tune to different tuning centers. And only Canada and the United States adopted 440 hertz as their center of tuning. What I was saying here with this 444 was changing what we know as a standard tuning in America by four cents. It doesn't sound like a lot. But as a doctor and working with all kinds of different healing modalities, you realize if you, it doesn't matter how you introduce a frequency, if it's with the human voice, if it's with a pluck string, if it's with a laser probe, it's calculated, but 0.1 could be a gigantic difference in the frequency realm. Like if we think one to 10, it's like, ah, you know, so it's a two out of a scale of 10, big deal. To change music four cents, even though it's not that much of a hearing difference, is a giant difference in the frequency range. So when I started working with that as a tuning center and recalibrating my tuners and all my instruments and everything to that frequency, I immediately noticed, like personally, I noticed my guitar stayed in tune all the time. I noticed that when I sang, I never went hoarse. I could sing five hours straight. I mean, full blown, you know, doing shows and stuff and never even slightly get hoarse. So I thought, well, it's balanced. It's harmonically balanced. It's definitely a proper energetic but then some crazy stuff started happening. Some of the first things that happened was I visited this church in uh, Canton, Ohio. And it was, this isn't like, you know, I know I'm a little weird, but I don't do stuff like this randomly all the time. But <laughs> I, felt, I felt like I was supposed to put the headstock of my guitar in this lady's stomach. 
And it was a bizarre thing to do to unplug and go down into the audience and put your headstock and start playing guitar on this lady's body. And well, when I did, she started crying. You know, normally it'd be like, get that thing off me. <laughs> but this, you could tell something was going on. I didn't know what it was. So I just started playing my guitar. And when it was, when I felt like I was done, I just went back up and finished, you know, plugged back in, finished the day and sat in the green room going, what the heck did I just do? Well, two weeks later, the pastor called and said, it's funny you picked that girl out of it. You didn't know that girl, but she had Crohn's disease and it's gone. We just got all of her labs back and there's absolutely no inflammation in her bowel and no more Crohn's disease. So mm. I thought vibration, I understand vibrational medicine. I understand frequency, but could this really make that much of a difference? So the long story as short as possible. I put together a group of musicians and we did an experiment. Um, about three and a half years ago, I basically came in the studio with seven tones. And I, it was really funny because after being a musician all these years, winning a Grammy Award, working in Nashville, producing big projects, this was like, I felt like God was saying, nothing that you've ever done is going to help you here. This is new domain. So I didn't have any music. I didn't have any lead sheets. All I had was tones in my heart. And when I walked into the recording studio, you got to see the picture. You got like five young guys in there and they're waiting for music. They're, they got their egg timers so they can tell you how long they, so they get paid, you know, how long they played it. And, and I just started crying. I said, Hey, I don't have anything for you and you're already getting paid. So you don't have to do the egg timer. You're already on the clock. You're already getting paid. I'm going to hear something. And as soon as I hear it, I'm just going to start barking out what I want you to play. When I hear it, we're going to roll, and I'm going to teach you guys what to do, and then we're going to push the red light, and we're going to record it, and whatever comes out, comes out. And so when whatever came out, came out, uh, the first one was 22 minutes and 22 seconds long, and um, I didn't even have a name for it. I just knew what the frequency was, was 396 hertz. You know, It's now called the open door for a good reason. It's an opening frequency, and so you proceed on from there because the body understands that it's worthy to be healed and, and you know and what we do it's so important that the patient uh can forgive themselves and, and that they actually believe that they're worthy to be healed or you're just wasting your time and so i thought it was phenomenal that that first frequency basically its prime objective is to get the person to get out of shame and guilt and to be able to receive you know from whatever's coming next in the set so when we recorded that again spontaneous what makes it more exciting for your listeners is we were in isolation booths, kind of like we are right now. We can't, other than through this computer, we can't see each other, or touch each other. Um, in the studio, we were all in, in booths, but we couldn't see each other at all. And so, like, we were across the studio from each other. And this music starts pouring out of us spontaneously. Drums are going up, decrescendo, crescendo, dead stop at one point. We all stopped at the same time. And when this was done, the only window I could see was the control room. And I saw the engineer jumping up and down, which if you knew James Johnson, you'd go, no way, because he's such a flatliner. Like, nothing excites this guy. It could be a tornado <laughs> in his backyard. He wouldn't even care. And he's jumping up and down. And he's calling us into the control room. He said, you got to hear this. You got it. So when you're doing it, you're not really listening. You're just doing, you know. Yeah. But when we listen back, we just sat there. All of us were just, I said, that one's done. We went in and we did it again. Did Seven days, we had seven songs. Each one of them was 22 minutes and 22 seconds without us even looking at a watch. It huh. happened that way every time. Wow. Happened seven times, one take. That was it. Wow. So that's, how, that's the short story of how Whole Tones was born.
So what did you expect the results to be when people listen to the, these whole tones that you recorded? Well, first, what I expected at the beginning was I didn't even know. I mean, I, it was such a, you know, it was almost like being a pioneer. It's like, what exactly? I, I mean, I had some parameters of, you know, how and what part of the body it may affect per frequency and all that. But I really didn't know what was going to happen. I really didn't. And um, now, I mean, one thing when you when you're we're now in 171 nations thank god um we have just had over our hundred thousandth testimonial the one thing that i see though um time and time again uh wendy is that people say as soon as i turn the music on it envelops me in peace hmm. and so that's like the first thing i hear from anybody in the world we live in i mean look how tumultuous things are people are watching you know, some guy get excoriated that's trying to be a judge and people are fighting and people are unfriending people on Facebook because they either think the guy's guilty or not guilty. And the whole world's like nuts. And so I create my own world where I live by living in peace. It sounds like you're cloistered. But if you can take what you have in here out there, people can feel it. They know yeah. that it's legitimate. So I guess that's what I'm saying is that the first and foremost, I think it was 92% of the um, survey monkey response from the first year was, oh my God, my stress level, my stress level, my stress, I totally feel peace whenever I turn the music on, whenever I'm around this music. So peace and relaxation were the obvious ones. You know, There was a lot of specific ones per frequency we could talk about that were all really kind of shocking, actually, the reports on those, and all common, which is really interesting. So... The, I think the one thing that that helps people understand was if you're familiar with Masaru Omoto's work, you know the the yeah the mystery of uh, H2O or the hidden you know crystals in H2O frozen water molecules. The one thing that was fascinating is that he actually took all of my frequencies and played them into the water before he passed away and sent me the pictures. They're actually in my book. The oh, sound wow. of and when I saw them, I just I lost it because I was like, well, they're just as different in crystalline form as they are how they affect us on a cellular level. It's just like if you were taking, I mean, everything's a frequency and everything has a resonant frequency. So, I mean, basically, if you're taking a supplement, like let's just say B12, B12 is a frequency too. So you can use that energy and morph B12 without actually taking B12. But people don't understand how energetics work, but it really does work that way much more powerful even than homeopathy because you're actually like i know this sounds crazy but for 24 hours i can pretty much get water to do anything i want it to do i can introduce different frequencies in water and it'll hold that charge almost 24 hours which is really cool when you think about it and i know it works because um i did it by subtraction and i think your your um your listeners will think this is funny at least i did my friends that i work with a couple scientists they thought it would be fun to pull a fast one on me. And we had been working on uh, energetically enhancing ultra pure water. And so it's hot in Florida where I live. And so I went into the office and they said, oh, do you want some water? And I'm like, man, I am absolutely parched. So they gave me some water and I drank the water like normal. And about 10 minutes later, I started feeling really funny. And they said, how do you feel? And I said, I feel like I just had a really strong drink. And they said, you did. Because we've been energizing that water with the same frequency as absolute vodka for 48 hours. 
Now, see, I didn't know that, so it wasn't like it, you know, my mind didn't play any tricks on me. It was a pure test. It was like, yeah, my legs are buckling. <laughs> so they did something to this water. Well, that's all they did. But water will only hold that charge for, so, for 24 hours, but you can actually get some of the same response from the frequency of absolute vodka as you can from the bottle full of absolute vodka. Yes, yeah. I know really? we, I know my audience does know quite a bit about bioenergetics. We talk about bioenergetics in, in healing, various bioenergetic modalities on my podcast called Supercharge. And uh, so they are exposed to that a bit. And I, I use a program called Nest Health, that same concept, you know, testing yeah. your body's oh, frequencies yeah. and giving you healing, healing frequencies, he healing energies in water. Oh, I love it. I didn't even know that. Yes. That makes me ha so happy. Yeah, yes. I'm, to I'm totally familiar. And that's why I'm so fascinated by this, uh, using sound instead mm -hmm. of liquid to transmit energy and healing energy, healing frequencies to people's bodies. And you've had results with people like improving their sleep with PTSD, <laughs> with their stress levels, with healing relationships, even people's focus, you know, brain performance. Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. I figured we would. Um, the one, there's a couple, one of them is actually funny. And especially, I hope there's lots of female listeners because they're going to get a charge out of this one when we get there, because it's actually kind of funny. Um, 417 is the second one after 396. And um, it's called Desert Sojourn. That particular frequency, um, as soon as people started listening to it, it was like, my back pain's gone, my back pain's gone, my back pain's gone, back, my back pain's gone, and then tinnitus gone, tinnitus. Well, tinnitus is such an interesting thing because, as you know, um, nobody really knows exactly how we get tinnitus. We know that there's, um, you know, there's occupational types of tinnitus, like if you're working with a jackhammer or stand next to a, a, a snare drum and a drummer on a live thing, or you work at the airport, you're bringing in planes. I mean, there's a lot of volume sensitive occupational hazard type stuff that can give you tinnitus there's also you know you can fall and hit your jaw uh, there's a lot of but nobody's really been able to put their finger on tinnitus so i met this man named robbie bestner and robbie bestner has a company called therasage they're just really great um uh infrared tents i have one i love it but um but Robbie had been suffering with tinnitus for years so much that it makes him cry because he never has a quiet moment and so my friend, one of the scientist guys I told you about, said, hey, this guy's name is Robbie Bessner, and, and he wants to hear your music because he thinks it might help. And I said, well, what's wrong with him? He said, he has tinnitus. I said, well, the other day, a guy told me that his tinnitus went away after he listened to 417. So I put my things, you know, my headset on him and let him listen. And about, I don't know, five minutes in, little tears are coming down his eyes. And and it was really, it was really moving me because he was a real serious man. And I saw him start to cry. And when he took his plugs out, he goes, my ears aren't ringing right now at all. Well, that was two years ago. We've become really good friends. He's never had another episode of, of tinnitus. So my, my theory behind that, now I'm not a doctor like you. I'm just kind of a inventor, musician freak. My, my uh, theory behind that is that we know how the otic nerve is stimulated with our cry when we come into this world. It starts things moving and then it moves until we you know, become fertilizer. On the other end of that, which I find fascinating, is that um, if you, in, in frequency with music, if you play two guitars at the same time, the same chord, 
the two, one masks the other one out. So it sounds like one guitar. That's why there's all these elements of learning how to spread the frequency range out on instruments. So that's why there's a lead guitar player and a rhythm guitar player. Or otherwise, everything would just be this monotone, like unidimensional nothingness. And so what I found is there's frequencies that cancel out other frequencies. So think about this. It's just my theory, guys. Um, so feedback. If you have a microphone, if you're a singer like me and you have a microphone, you put it too close to a speaker, there's too much resonance back and forth. And they occupy too much piezoelectricity and you hear and it just gets louder and louder and louder until somebody's smart enough to take the mic away. Well, that happens sometimes in our in this area. Like we can get like what I think is almost like it's a vibration of, of soft tissue and bone. And it comes from occupational resonance, nonstop, 24-7, every day, jackhammer, whatever. So this is what it was interesting. 417 is really close to the same frequencies that you would deal with harmonically exactly half the value from working with that kind of stuff. So I thought, oh my God, I wonder if when they're introduced to this frequency, if they start resonating at that frequency and then it cancels out the other one because mm. they're harmonically the same, but just different as far as how far away they are in the frequency range. So you have a lot of interesting testimonials and one of them is about um, a testimonial relating to hormones and menopause. Can you tell us about, about that? Because I know a lot of our listeners, our female listeners, will be very, very interested in that. Oh, I totally can. And it's a it's a wonderfully sensitive subject, too, because my wife went through that for about four years. And it was um, it was super good for me because it made me even a better husband and made me a better listener. And I knew not to try to fix it. You know, like a lot of guys just want to fix everything, you know, because we think we can. And this is just like, shut up and listen. She's she's like... And, and guys always think the weird stuff. So the ladies that are watching, they always think that you you lost interest in them or there's somebody else or you go to the crazy place in your head. But really, the sad part is, is that the woman is miserable in her own body and she feels like melting wax and she feels like her clothes don't fit and she, they don't sleep. And, you know, so I was sensitive to this anyway. So when I found out that one of the frequencies, which is 528 hertz, called transformation, I find that fascinating because <laughs> it's like the change. But um, I didn't name it because of that. I just found out, you know, later. Um, so I knew that that primarily on a you know a physiological level that it really worked on, you know, on the on the female stuff, like you know all of your parts, and so uh, meaning that helps balance hormones. Um, a lot of, I can't go into too many things or I'll be making claims. But um, at any rate, uh, when I put out the the, um, the first CD, I got all of this hate mail all of a sudden from women. And I was like, mortified. <laughs> no, I'm going, no, I want them to love this. And they were saying, why do I feel so irritable and bitchy when I listen to 528 hertz? Um, <laughs> this song really pisses me off, you know, and I was getting like all bold caps. <laughs> and I'm thinking... Oh God, I got to fix this, but I don't know if I can fix this. How do I fix this? And so I got really quiet. And then all of a sudden I thought about it and went, Oh my God, this is therapy. Like people forget that, that sound can be therapy. They don't they, they take sound, but they forget sound therapy. They don't put them together, you know? And so it's just another modality of therapy, which you can have a Herxheimer from listening to music too. You can have a healing crisis. So I thought, Oh my God, I need to find out without offending them any worse how old they are. I have to. 
So I started, they were all in the goddess ages, you know, of beginning, mid, or just ending the lovely menopause time. And I thought, oh my God, they're overstimming. They're overstimulating their hormones. They're doing the opposite of what I'm trying to achieve is just balance. So I had this idea. I went back to every one of them, personally contact them. I said, listen, I want to be your best friend, not your enemy. How many times are you listening to this? Every single day I go, stop. That one that irritates you just means one thing. You hit the bullseye. So you found out, isn't it funny that you're going through menopause? And isn't that funny that that's the frequency that deals with that? So I want you to do this. I want you to back off your prescription. I want you to listen to that once or twice a week and add a day until you're not frustrated anymore, until you can add it back into your playlist. I'm not kidding, Wendy. Two months later, oh, my God, my hot flashes are gone. I'm not sweating. My husband's so happy, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, and it was every one of them. So it was exactly that. Like, too much of a good thing is too much of a good thing. You can, I mean, I went on a liver cleanse one time, and I felt like I was going to die because I was cleansing way too fast. Mm -hmm. It was a really intense one. <laughs> and so I've learned now how to modulate that and, you know, but the same way with, with these frequencies and these tones is that you can overstimulate a particular part of the body and have a very similar response. So I, they went from being really mad at me to being my friends now. So any of our listeners, if you have the beautiful green disc or the digital download of 528 hertz called Transformation, if it makes you bitchy, irritable, or frustrated, listen to it less. <laughs> it makes you happy. <laughs> That's so interesting. And I, I didn't know that about about, uh, about frequency music. That's interesting. Yeah. And so let's talk about sleep. So you have a really yeah. uh, an amazing product called Whole Tones to Sleep. Mm -hmm. And so let's talk a little about that and how that works and how that how that's different from other sleep products. Sure. I could tell you how, where where it came from is that being a musician, you know, just like a doctor, you ha you lead a different life than a lot of people. And musicians, we work at night, and so you can ruin your circadian rhythm. You can pretty much live like a vampire. Like you start playing at 9 p.m., you play four 45-minute sets with a break in the middle, and you're driving home at four in the morning. By the time you get home, unpacked and settled, it's 5:30, and the sun's coming up. Everybody's going to work, and you're just going to bed. So that was my life for 25 plus years, at least as a touring musician. So I had to come up with all of these different, <laughs> you know, workarounds and body hacks back then to try to find sleep. So what I used to do back in the day in a hotel is put a blanket over the TV and find an empty channel and turn up the white noise all the way and sleep with that on, you know. And um, but I was an insomniac for a long time. And when I started working with these frequencies, the first thing that I realized is, again, relaxation and peace. Why don't we sleep? Well, there's not one reason, is there? We just talked about it. Hormone imbalance is huge. I mean, my wife didn't sleep at all for quite a while because she was having hot flashes, you know, or she's, she's sweating or, you know, her temperature is going up and down. So she couldn't sleep. But, and guess what else? There's a million other ways. Stress is a killer. I mean, you're trying to solve the world's problems in the middle of the night instead of sleeping, thinking, trying to figure it all out. And that so, EMF that's affecting oh our frequencies. Which, you know what? And for all of your listeners, I'm probably you've probably told them all this ad nauseum, but if you have to have your phone in the room, please put it in airplane mode at the very minimum. If you don't turn it off anyway, please do that. You'll notice a huge difference in sleeping like immediately. So... When I started working with these frequencies, Wendy, I, um, 
I wanted to take it deeper than relaxation. I wanted to get to the place. I mean, the fun thing about frequencies is, is that you could pretty much figure out where, where the physiological line is, where the soul line is, and where the spirit line is. And so when you're talking about sleep, it's such an interesting phenomenon because we have dreams. You know, we have a dream state. There's all kinds of things that happen to us in that subconscious realm. And we have the physiology part of sleeping. That's why I, I wish sometimes I could take a video. It's probably really funny. I, I, think I probably sleep in 200 positions every night. And, you know, I wake up in the morning. It's like, how did I get here? So, I mean, there's a lot of movement, a lot of things. So I had to find something that would really work for everybody. And here's the fun part. So I created um, Whole Tones to Sleep. And it was four traditional lullabies that I loved when I was a little boy. And I remembered how I slept when I was a little boy. It's so weird how this stuff just, you remember stuff all of a sudden. I remember my mother holding me. And I remember when she would start to sing, she would sing these lullabies. And she'd hold me and her whole body would vibrate and it would vibrate my body. And it was the most incredible feeling in the world. And I remember that. I said, I have to duplicate that. Because I want, part of sleeping good is feeling secure. And part of feeling secure is knowing that you're loved. And part of knowing that you're loved is... I can feel comfortable enough to go to bed knowing that nothing bad's going to happen to me. And you know what lullabies, what that word comes from, is basically goodbye until I wake. There's a lull and then bye. <laughs> so, it's so, so in other words, the whole idea of a lullaby was to send a child off to sleep with security knowing that in a short time I'll be seeing you again. It was a send-off. And so I thought if I could recreate that feeling that I had with my mom of feeling that that feeling of being nurtured by sound. So I took a shot at it. And the fun thing was when, <laughs> when we finished recording it, um, me and the engineer were in the control room. This is the kind of crazy fun stuff that happens to me. So we're in the control room. And so once you record everything, just for your, your listeners, you have to mix it. You gotta make it sound good. You twist the knobs and push the levers, you know? And uh, so we start working on this. And I'm not kidding, like we start at 9.30, by like 11 o'clock we're both like, <laughs> We're both falling asleep, and I'm not thinking about it. So we just keep banging more coffee. You know, I'm like, like I'm two coffee a day guy. I've already had four cups by now. Now we're thinking we should go get a cold brew. So it's like two in the afternoon. I all of a sudden looked at him and said, "We're such morons." And he said, "Why?" And I said, "Because this stuff works. We're mixing sleep music. It's putting us to sleep." So. Then to add insult to injury, after every project I finish, I have a listening party. <laughs> you already know where this is going. So I get all this cater food, have all these people, you know, getting ready to hear my new music. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Five minutes in, I look around the room. <laughs> They're all out. All of them are out. I just blew my own party. Nobody ate any food. Nobody heard the music. They heard five minutes and they're cashed out. I didn't want to wake them up. And so then later on, people started coming around. They were like, what did we miss? And I said, the whole party. Good night. <laughs> I, it works. <laughs> so, that was, so that was the fun thing about finding out that, you know, it, now, again, the truth, I'm all about the truth. Nothing works for everybody. I mean, there's people that have issues, and you know that as a doctor. I, if there was something that worked for everybody, I would make sure that everybody got it, no matter what, what I had to do. This works for a very large percentage of people. Mm -hmm. There's a small percentage of people that listen that are intrinsic listeners and they listen to the music and they can't stop listening to the music so there is a very small percentage of people that say i tried to sleep but i just love the music <laughs> but most people like we make a joke about whole tones to sleep um there's a song called angels all around us that i wrote 
and um, they call it the song that nobody's ever heard the end of <laughs> because you don't. Mm-hmm. I get I get about five minutes into the first track and I'm out for the night. So it's extremely powerful, extremely beneficial. Like I said, works for a huge group of people. But every once in a while, I'll get somebody to say, I just couldn't stop listening long enough to go to sleep. I didn't want to turn it off. I was like, that's not what I wanted it to do. Yeah, I mean, we're the same thing with our, our Nest Health Bioenergetic Program. It just Some people don't respond to it for various reasons, yeah. but the majority of people have um, amazing results. So Sure. Yeah, and so you have another a new product coming out called, uh, I think it's called Active, uh, where it's for active people, people looking to uplift themselves and yeah. get energized. So that's exact opposite of the whole tones to sleep. So tell us exactly. about that. So that's not out yet, but it's, it's going to be out soon. Yeah. So we thought we'd mention it. Yeah, well, I'm so excited. I, I've never been so excited about anything because it was a complete departure from rest, relaxation, fall asleep, be groggy. This is just the opposite. This is for energetic people, gym rats, people like us that work and need energy all day. You know, I'm like, like you, high functioning, high vibratory person, and I, I don't have the opportunity of being a dullard at any point in my life. And so, um, if I have music that also helps me stay in that place, I mean, I don't have any other technical way of saying this music kicks my butt. I, I wasn't I wasn't thinking about that when I first started creating it. But when when we got in the studio, it was like the ultimate setup because it was in Dallas and it's a big studio. And I was in the A room, there's a B and C room. And then on the other side, there's a music school. And so what's really nice is that there's more of a millennial, like 19, 20, 21 year old kids that are learning sound recording. So I put one of the songs on that we were working on. We were listening to it once, you know, we cut the track to listen to it on the big speakers. And all these kids came in from the school and they're like, what is that? Oh my God. And they're dancing and stuff. And I'm going, I mean, here's a 58 year old guy writing music for kids that's freaking them out. You know why? Because they picked up on the energy. Mm-hmm. We should have this in a rave. This would work. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is exactly. And we didn't invite them in. We were just playing the music and they burst into the recording studio listening to the music. So um, I think there's going to be a lot of applications. I'm still working on the delivery method, you know, because, you know, most of us, Fortunately or unfortunately, you know, we go to the gym and we listen on our phones. I'm not a fan of listening to phones. I'm not a fan of Bluetooth. I'm not a fan of high EMF. Unfortunately, there's no stopping people from using their phones. There's just not. If I knew how, I would, but I can't. So I have to at least give them something somewhat. It's almost like a parent that knows their kid's going to eat cereal. So they try not to give them the sugary one. They try, (laughs) right? So. But I'm still working on the delivery method of how I'm going to get the music to the people, if I'm going to do it in an app form or if I'm going to do it in, you know, streaming or MP3 form. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll always offer CDs because, believe it or not, we still sell 85 percent hard copy. People still want to get something in their hands, too. And plus the quality on waveform is so much bigger on a disc than it is in streaming audio. Mm. But um, but yeah, I think people are going to find that. and there's a couple of little surprises in it too. I actually have a couple of voiceovers that come out of nowhere, like right in the point of the of your exercise where I think that you're probably going to start lagging on me. You'll hear my voice behind you start challenging you. It's really exciting stuff. It's pretty cutting edge, but it's great in the gym. That's where I tested mine out is in the gym when I was really lazy too. On a lazy day, I put it on and just busted it. So nice. No, yeah. I'm I'm gonna have to get a copy of that. 
as soon as I get the copyrights back, I'll send you. I'll send you some uh, wave files, and you can start listening. To I would it. love that. I would love that. No so, problem. So let's talk about EMF and yeah. um, how EMF, it, which is a, a frequency, electromagnetic frequency, and how that impacts our bodies and how it negatively impacts our bodies. Well, if people could see um, in the realm of light. If we could see what we know is there, we'd be shocked. We'd be shocked right now, both you and I. It's clean. My house is, Mercola came to my house and even commented on how clean my house is. But I'm not, he's off the grid. At 6 o'clock, he turns everything off in his whole house. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Everything. I can't do that. I mean, kudos to Dr. Mercola. But, but they measured my house, and my house is extremely low EMF. And so um, the same thing like with your Wi-Fi. Like, People don't understand how that works. It's like, we, we think one thing, we think, oh, connectivity. But if we could really see, we'd be getting shot through in so many, the infrared, Wi-Fi, radiation, light, all types of light waves, electromagnetic fields, as you mentioned. But you can't, it's coming in your window right now. You don't even realize that. And, it, you're, and you're being crossed through by all your neighbor's junk too. That's why I live where I live. I live on three acres and there's nothing that can break through that that perimeter basically it's all tree covered and but that that's the point though is that we are like swiss cheese when it comes to bioelectricity because we're getting blasted by all kinds of stuff so the best thing that that i know how to do first of all when i created um the whole tones to sleep player i made sure that the player itself was very low emf i also made sure that you could not you can connect to devices with it but you cannot connect to um, wireless headsets and people go, well, people are going to be angry. Well, I'm not going to be the guy that's responsible for bringing EMFs into your brain. I'm just, if you want to use your, and I'll tell you one thing, when I put this in a room and play my phone through it, I can't stand the way music sounds on my phone, but when I play it through this thing, it's like a Bose wave radio. It's that mm -hmm. good. So it makes everything sound good, but you can't connect headphones to it unless you use a wire. <laughs> well, I think that's that's smart of you because at least you're trying to protect your the people that are purchasing your music, protect their health, which is the whole point. You're trying to improve their health. Well, I can hear it. I'm one of those weirdos. I can hear it. I can hear um, uh, fluorescent, incandescent. I can hear the lights humming. And so when I hear you know strong EMF, it drives me crazy. It's like zzz, zzz. I mean, I it really bothers me anyway. I guess Dr. Mercola even more than me because he turns everything off. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, he drives it. yeah, there's so many people that are hypersensitive to EMF. They walk yeah. near, uh, you know, um, the power cords or the, the power structures and they start feeling nauseated and start feeling yeah. sick. Well, and, and, and there's great science behind that. And, and, and they're just ultra sensitive to that. I'm pretty sensitive to, to those particular types of frequencies too, uh, especially, like you said, like... Um, power grids in places. My wife and I, when we were in Nashville, I almost bought this apartment. I wanted it so bad. And as soon as I got in there, though, my head, I was like, when I got upstairs, I was like, every time, and put, we looked in the back, and all of the power for this one part of Nashville was coalescing into this big power plant right behind it. And it was like, no dice. I can't uh, live here. I wouldn't even sleep. Well, I, I love what you've created with Whole Tones. And is, is there anything that you've left out in our discussion that maybe the listeners would, would want to know or would just be craving to hear about? Well, I think, um, you know, a lot of it is in the book, which is a good thing, you know, which is in my book. Like they can get, it's kind of like the, the freak in the frequency 101. It's a little bit of everything, 
There's plenty to say. I mean, I think we've covered a lot of really good things. I think the big thing for people to understand, though, if I wanted them to walk away with anything, would be to demystify this for them. That's really what I exist for, is to not make it spooky or hyper, you know, not make it a physics lesson, but try to make it fun to where somebody can say, you know, like, like say frequency, and that sounds woo-woo still to people. But it's not. That would be like if I said, hey, Wendy, there's this amazing new exercise, and you have to try it. It's called breathing. And you go like this. And then you go, ah, and you go, oh. <laughs> That's that's a little weird, Michael. That's cutting edge. It's like no, it's 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 elemental in life. You know, For everything is frequency. So the first thing there was, I mean, if you really want to go there with me, the very first thing there was was a frequency that started everything. <laughs> so it's the oldest thing, but the most misunderstood thing. So when when I get people to understand frequency, I say, think about radio, think about your microwave, think about anything that has to do with a number. Us communicating, your 900 megahertz telephone, mm -hmm. <laughs> our cell phones, they all operate on a certain bandwidth of frequency. So it's actually something we're using all the time, but we just didn't really understand that that's what it was. So that's the big thing for me is trying to help people to understand um, how important and how elemental frequencies are. We can't communicate without them. Every word we speak is a frequency. Every thought in our head is a frequency. Every color, light itself, the sun. Yes. Well, you know what? I highly recommend anyone listening to try out whole tones, whether you're trying to sleep, whether you're trying to relax, whether you're trying to improve your performance and be more active, because it's a really unique way and very simple way to address your health and to address your health issues. And I think it's it's just, it's very, very cutting edge. I mean, it's not, but it is. I mean, it's mm -hmm. like you said, it's very elemental. It's very simple, but it's also very cutting edge at the same time. And that's why I had you on the show. We like to talk about all kinds of things, cutting edge, biohacking, and alternative mm -hmm. ways to address your health issues. You don't have to take a pill or a supplement for every tiny little health issue. There's other interesting ways, simple ways like this to address your health. Absolutely. And I'm honored that you'd have me come on. And I'm, you know, I'm love, I absolutely adore meeting new people. And I love meeting new people that, that are other people's guests, because it's so exciting, because I get emails back. And I saw you on Wendy Meyer show, and I listened to your music. And I mean, just today, it was like, I think it was a Ben Greenfield one, or one of the ones I did with somebody. And somebody said, I met you through Ben Greenfield. And like, that touches my heart. Yeah, you know, because the only way that they would have ever come across what I was doing is because of him. And now it'll be because of you. And that's yes. a big deal. Yes. Well, Michael, deal. thanks so much for coming on the show. Wanting to the listeners where they can find you. Well, www.holtones.com. That's W-H-O-L-E-T-O-N-E-S.com or holtonesmusic.com. W-H-O-L-E. Um, T-O-N-E-S-M-U-S-I-C.com, WholeTonesMusic.com or Whole Tones. So it's whole like Whole Foods, but without the food. Yeah, I mean, just the results speak for themselves. I mean, you're in 171 countries. You have helped uh, hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions of people, improve their health through the power of frequency that you've infused into your music. And so, like I said, everyone just, just you know, 
click on the button, click and try the whole tones to sleep. I've been using it. It's amazing. And so I highly recommend it. So everyone, thanks so much for listening today. You can learn more about uh, my work at MyersDetox.com. I love teaching everyone about heavy metal detoxification and simple techniques to detox their body. And thank you so much for listening. I love what I do every single day. I get to educate you guys about alternative ways to approach your health. Thank you for tuning in.